Welcome back to another episode of the Hip Hop Heads Podcast. Yes, sir. We're back. We're back. G-Man's got them flows that's replenishing. And grams of that dro, that's my medicine. I've never been uh, afraid of other MCs because I diminish them. Mortal Kombat say to mine, nigga, because I finish it. I'm a creep so deep like a heartbeat, like a bench player. Man, you never want to start me. Not hardly do you ever scar me. Still, I smoke blunts like I was with Bob Marley. It's ungodly how I go hard. See, pass me the car. Yo, yo, yo. Welcome back to another episode of the Hip Hop Heads Podcast. HQ'd up in this Yeah, yeah, yeah. We are back with another album review for y'all. Yes, sir. Uh, this week, we are going to bring you Roddy Rich and his new album, Please Excuse Me for Being Antisocial. Yes, sir. And. I don't know if I showed Drew when I first heard of Roddy Rich, but I think I may have. I know I talked about him before on the show. Mm-hmm. And I remember the first time I heard of Roddy Rich, um, I want to say it was Meek Mill. He posted a video of him doing like an acapella version of, of one of his, uh, like, I guess one of his first popular songs, uh-huh. uh, which is uh, Every Season, which is on his last uh, mixtape. Something too. I, I think it's Street Talk too. You know, you know how niggas be making yeah. shit like that, but it, it was on his last joint. Um, but it's, it's called Every Season. That was the first one I heard of him. And honestly, dog, I was like, yo, this nigga's about to be a fucking star, dog. Like, I knew that shit. I hate to say I knew it, but I fucking knew it. Y'all could look back throughout the episodes, throughout the archives. I've been called this Roddy Rich. And now he got the number one album Last in the country. was called Feed the Streets, too. Feed the Streets, too. Hey. So I knew it was something with the streets. I'm coming, I'm coming with the Hey, my man, my man out here. Okay. <laughs> my man, like, uh, Jamie from the Joe Rogan podcast. I don't know if you ever watched that. <laughs> he's like, he's like the one nigga that, like, it's like if Joe Rogan needs him to look up anything, okay. he doesn't even say it. He just, I guess, knows that Joe Rogan is like, oh, I wonder what, I wonder what this is. And then he's, he's like, just, mm. oh, see, I'm like, seven. I'm like Victor on the Bodega Boys. Oh but, yeah, yeah, you know, but, same thing, same, but same minus thing. the computer. <laughs> <laughs> Facts. 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 But, um, but anyways, um, yeah, so I, I don't know. I just, um, that, that video really like caught my attention. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I want to say after Meek Mill posted it, uh, a week later, academics posted it, and it just kind of blew up from there. Oh, I could see that happening. Yeah. You know what I mean? And um, yeah, that shit was just real. I'll show it to you afterwards. It was real dope. All right. Um, I don't know if you've seen the guy with like a little ukulele. He makes all them like rap, like world star videos. And he'll, yeah, I've seen him before. He'll, so it was pretty much one of those. Like he was playing the ukulele, but the same, I guess, uh, rhythm as or yeah, uh, rhythm as the um. As the original beat, oh, sure. um, but it, it was pretty dope, though. So if y'all, if you guys haven't checked it out, definitely check that out. But um, but yeah, so I, I just I've always been since I heard of him, I've been a big fan of Roddy, and uh, I was excited about this album. Okay, but now I actually liked this album better than I thought I was going to. Mm-hmm. Uh, now again, um, it's. I've, I'm weirded out, not weirded out, but I feel weird about liking all these little niggas that, that have this type of style that yeah. Roddy Rich has. So the A Boogies yeah. and the JIs and, uh, I can't think of anybody else offhand that has that a, style, yeah, but you know, there's a, there's a, a good, there's a good amount of them. It's a couple. And to me, a lot of them all sound the same after mm-hmm. a while. So it's just like, I like a lot of their music. I like the shit that they say in their music. Yeah. But I don't like the way that they that they do their music because they all sound alike. They're, it's just it's too similar for me. Sometimes right. I even have trouble if I hear somebody I have trouble. I don't know if it's A Boogie or if it's Roddy Rich. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, like when they had the song that they were together, only reason that I knew it who the difference between them is because I had been listening to the whole damn Roddy Rich right, album yeah, right yeah, before yeah. the song came on. No, it, it's funny because um when I first heard uh showed Roddy Rich to 
one of my one of my boys and shit before he had he had ever heard of him. He was like, yeah, I like him, but he kind of sounds a little bit like like Young Thug. Sometimes he kind of sounds yes. Like, that has, was that's one thing I was gonna bring up later, and that's something I really don't like because again, you already sound like a lot of niggas, and Thug is in that boat too. Yeah. Why do more inflections of him? That's something that he does specifically because not everybody sounds like that. That's a Young Thug sound. Yeah, no, nah, I mean, yeah, yeah, you could say that, but I I look at it like this, and I guess we'll we'll get into it a little deeper. As we review the album, but I just feel like Roddy Rich. I I want to say he's like 19 years old. He, so he's a he's a young guy. Oh wow, okay. He's young as hell. So he's still seeing himself. Yeah, not not only that, but you know, I oh, didn't he's, realize he he's, was that he's young. 20. He's 20. Oh, I didn't realize he was that young. Yeah, no, he's young as shit. So okay. I mean, I look at it like you know, Thug has been out since I want to say maybe 2014 is probably okay. when his you know bigger songs were you know popping or whatever, but um. Or his, where his first songs were popping, I should say. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you got to think, at that point, Roddy was probably like 13, 14 years old. So a lot of these guys that he's kind of sounding like, uh, honestly, it's kind of like, it, it's pretty much people he, he grew, grew up, up on. Listening exactly. To, yeah. So you can't really, I mean, I guess you could, you know, it's something to point at, but I feel like I, I don't really hold it against him too much mm-hmm. just because, like I said, he's a young guy, super young guy. Yeah. Um. And and that's what that's what he was listening to, which is why I feel like you don't really hear a lot of like West Coast influence. It being that he's from the fucking Compton, that is very true. You know what I mean? Like, I, like if you show this this album to somebody and you don't mention where they're from, one hundred they would never realize. Compton yeah. would be the. If, they might even say New York before they say Compton. I mean, facts. You know what I mean? Because I feel like there's. I mean, there there is there are a couple of beats in here that scream out West Coast, especially you know DJ Mustard uh, beats, which are all super West Coast. Yeah. Um, but other than that, I feel like a lot of the the style of rapping and the beats are are I don't want to say Atlanta, but you know, pretty much what's popping right now. Yeah. So I don't really hear a lot of West Coast, like at least old school West Coast, that you might hear from a. I mean, uh, honestly, Kendrick when you really or, think of uh, old you know, school, Nipsey. yeah, old school West Coast styles, like that's really who you get now. Yeah. And if you want to say like an old school West Coast sound, I mean, honestly, unless you've got Dre on the beat and maybe a couple of others, you're not really going to get too much of that old school West Coast vibe. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. And, and you know, and we've talked about before how like music is not regional anymore. Like yeah. you have niggas that are yeah, from right. New York that sound like they're from Atlanta. You got niggas from Atlanta rapping like they're from the West Coast. Yeah. You got niggas from the West Coast sounding like they're from the Midwest. Yeah, no, so you're like, right. I guess I guess with access to all this music, yeah, it's not as like secluded or whatever. You exactly. Know what I mean? You so, just you don't grow up in one style, which right. is good. But again, it uh, I think I, it kind of makes um. I don't know. That's like, that, we're having a conversation one day. Ha- we yeah, we gotta have we, because I, I feel like like is it good? Because then I feel like. I don't know, dog. I mean, I get, obviously you have more uh, reach to other music now, which is obviously good. But yeah. at the same time, you don't really grow to appreciate, I guess, your your regional sound exactly. or whatever it may be. It's just, but um, and, and it it lose it becomes watered down, saturated, and loses its uniqueness. It's to very, something. very true. You know, very, but very true. we'll get into that in another yes, show. Yes. So let's let's jump into this uh, album review, though. All right. Um. So we I already know how we do this, man. We're gonna talk about songs we like. Maybe songs we didn't like. Mm-hmm. We're going to give you our uh, final score at the end of this shit. So, you know, here we go, man. All right. All right. So, um, I'm going to start this run off with the first song, which is the intro, titled of course, Intro. Of course. Um, and I feel like that's kind of like, it, this kind of song is kind of like, it's kind of like a thing now, I feel like, in rap songs where it's like, it has like that build up where it's like the emotional build up. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then the drop where he just starts killing it. So, I feel like, I don't know. I feel like it was a good 
a I f- good I feel like that's that. a reemergence though cuz that was kind of a thing kind of in the late 90s was it where you'd have like the intro track or like you know whatever you call it but it wouldn't really have a song cuz DMX had that on his first album too yeah, so yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying, and uh, 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 but actually, if you go back, it's probably a bunch. I can't think of anybody else off the top of my head, but I mean, it's, probably, it's definitely it's probably. been done before. Yeah, yeah. For so sure. like, but I feel like it's definitely been a resurgence of that because, <clears throat> excuse me, now that you've got it on Roddy Rich's album, you had it on the Baby's album, Meek Mill, Meek Mill, Cardi B album was yeah. like that. So like, yeah. you know, I mean, if if you make a good song for that intro track though that gives you that good build oh, yeah. up and gets you that good feel for yep, the album yep. then it's a fact I mean like Meek Mill's jump was killer oh, yeah. Cardi B's jump was killer fucking even this jump from Roddy Rich jump like I, I it's a very reflective track oh yeah first sure, off which sure. I didn't expect for a first joint yeah but at the same time the beat picks up after like almost a minute or so yeah and yo it, it is very punchline-y I will give it that <laughs> Yeah. But it's not a bad way to start the album. Like I really got to give it to Roddy. When at first hearing this song, I did not expect it. Yeah, and, did and not expect o- it. honestly, you know, um, like I said, when when I first heard of Roddy Rich was uh, every season, and that was that's a for the most part pretty reflective song. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I've always just had like when whenever I think of Roddy Rich, right, obviously he has his you know songs where he's bragging, talking about money and bitches and shit. But I feel like he he's definitely somebody who 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 talks about retrospective shit introspective shit just you know sh- deep shit you know shit that is, is real to him and for someone that's so young yeah i sure. feel like it's just it's not normal to hear that from someone who's so young because they normally when you're so young you don't really have that much shit to reflect on no, all you right. can really reflect on really is yeah what happened while you were a teenager especially if you're only like 19 20 yeah. but i mean like you're still a teenager at that point so you really haven't lived too much of life you can tell your story right but like what is there to reflect back on unless your life has legit just been fucked up since you've been a little child like, which i mean growing up in compton you know what i mean very well, very well possibly be true <laughs> so i feel like you know like you said, you know, this is something that you might hear from somebody in their late twenties, early thirties, exactly. reflecting on, you know, wilding out as a young, as a young dude. But he's he's a fucking young dude, and I, I'm guessing due to his circumstances, you know, he's grown up in a crazy way. And uh, you can hear it th- all throughout his music. You could definitely hear it in his first song. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a great first song, short, but I think it was it was you know to the point. Now, one thing I did notice, like just off of all the tracks on this joint, I want to say a good seventy percent of the tracks are under two minutes long so or no no under under three minutes under three under three definitely definitely three. that's what i meant to say um but i mean it still doesn't take away from how good some of the tracks are which is like i don't have a problem if you're gonna have short songs but sometimes they're just uh, they're throw-offs like they throw you off yeah um and especially this one because it was going so hard and it just cut out I didn't I like, like I, no, I agree. I, I, I didn't like the last line that he, he ended it with. It mm-hmm. kind of like was like, damn, this is kind of an abrupt ending. Yeah. So I, I do agree. It wasn't really much of an ending, but I don't know. I overall, I like the song. I, like yeah, the song. I do too. Yeah. I give it to him. Like, this really is a good way to start the album. Yeah, for sure. Uh, let me just go ahead and slide right into number two. Everybody knows it. Big hit. The box again, number one on a billboard yes. uh, right now. Of course, the radio hit. The beat is really interesting, which is what I like the most about it. Yeah. Um, not to say that the lyrics are not great on the song, but the beat really is what sets it off. Oh, yeah, for sure. The, even like in the background, like the little, cause I, I seen that he, the little, mm-hmm. he's the one who like, I guess after he recorded this shit, I seen online that he went like his, his, um, either his producer or his engineer, whoever was, in, uh, was in the studio with him. 
said that he, I guess after the song was done, was like, God, this shit needs some other shit. And he added a little. Okay. And I feel like at first I was like, okay, this can get kind of annoying. But I feel like I almost don't hear it anymore. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Once, once the gun starts going. I just love the way that the beat goes because it goes. Dum, 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 dum. I was like, yeah, that is some like, uh, honestly, that is like some Timberland sounding esque shit. Like for real. Because it's just not something that niggas do. Right. Like at all. Yeah. It's just some way out the box shit. I'm not saying that it sounds just like Tim. No pun intended. But, <laughs> but at the same time, it's just so far out the box. Like you yeah. just look at it like, okay. That's some Tim type shit. Yeah, no, nah, for sure. Um, obviously, you guys know this song, number one song in the of country. Course. Beat out, uh, fucking what's this guy's name? The white guy that like, w- you know, try to be black and then he's white again. Justin Bieber. <laughs> um, beat out Justin Bieber. Beat out yep. o- almost beat out Selena Gomez. But the greatest thing about it is that Selena Gomez beat out Justin Bieber too. So he lost to Roddy Rich and he lost to um fucking so his, ex- his ex-girlfriend yes sir you gotta love it and that's karma and that yummy song i don't know about that song man i haven't heard it yet i don't know um, about it i've man. actively stayed away from a song where a grown man says the word yummy yes i so, agree this uh, nigga's a grown man now he can't be I mean, saying if, if he had been little justin timberlake and came out with a song called yummy it might have been more like okay, okay yeah but justin timberlake i mean justin timberlake uh justin i was about bieber. to call him that earlier too <laughs> justin bieber you are like over the age of 25 yes. now nigga i need you to get your life together and uh name your song some some normal shit please no nah, i agree <laughs> i agree i had a can't can't co-sign the song yummy <laughs> but yeah the box man we are we both fuck with it yes yeah, i'm sure the whole country fuck with it. it's oh, number yeah. one in the country so oh, you yeah. already know so we'll go on to the next song that uh that i fucked with um, which was number four, Perfect Time. Mm-hmm. Um, another one of the shortest songs on the album. I really like the hook on this. It's, you know, kind of retrospective kind of song too. But I fuck with this song. I like this song a lot. How do you feel about Roddy Rich's singing in this album? Like his, uh, w- when he does do it? It's not bad. It's, I mean, honestly, most of it is auto-tuned. Of yeah, course. Yeah, most of it. But, um, I mean, I don't, I don't mind it too bad. I mean, he's not like, I mean, again, it's auto-tuned, so you have no idea how bad he's actually off or anything like that. We have nothing to hear it against if the man could actually sing, like, like T-Pain or some shit like that. He can actually can sing. He's just doing auto-tune to make the effect. But I don't, I don't have no, no problem with his singing on here. I mean, I just look at it as the part of the, what he brings to the table as this type of artist. The reason I ask is because in this specific song, one of my favorite parts of the joint is when, when Shawty fell in love. And I feel like he kind of hit that joint. I was like, okay, <laughs> yeah. Shawty, I wasn't expecting you to hit that joint, but he hit the note viciously. And then at first I thought also that I wasn't going to really like the, uh, peanut butter seeds came perfect time. The little, yeah. Little I didn't think I would like that either. But but I, over time it grew on me. Yep. I really fuck with this song. I be playing this song all the time now. So, um, yeah, perfect time. I fuck with this song, man. All right. Uh, the next one that I be fucking with was number six, Big Stepper. Yes. I yes. fucked hard with the chorus. Yes. And, um, the beat is dope as fuck. The uh, drums are nice on this song. Yeah, I like it a lot. They hit. It's quick. It's they just a quick hit. Plus the lyrics came off. The, but the one thing I don't like about it is that the lyrics came off as kind of repetitive. Mm-hmm. Uh, but other than that, like, you know, he had pretty much. I mean, he had a, kind of the same cadence in most of the songs. Yeah, yeah. But other than that, like the song was great. Like I mean, like it's just like it's kind of like listening to a baby, the baby song. Like it's like you realize that he's gonna have the same cadence to the yeah. song, but the song's still good. So right, it's just right. like, all right, cool. But I mean, that's the only negative things I can actually say against it right now. I, what I like, I liked his flow on his one actually because it was kind of like a slowed down. Almost off beat a little bit, especially on the second verse. Yeah. But he kind of wraps it all around and kind of just, he does it perfectly. I, I, I like this song too. The beat was vicious. The, I don't know if it was a sample or the little piano in the background was, was dope. 
So, um, yeah, Big Step is vicious song for me, too. Mm-hmm. Now, for me, another song that I liked was number seven, God's Eyes. Yes. Um, I'm on that wave, too. That joint is hard. Yes. Uh, <laughs> again, another deep song. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm telling you, man, like, I feel like Roddy's, like, his vicious joints is the joints where he's thinking, talking about his past. Yeah. Talking about where he's at now. You know, in this song, he references, I think, his brother who's saying he's in jail for 20 like years. Oh, yeah. yeah, so it's, it's man, it's a deep song, and, and it's a dope song, too, so I, I fuck with the joint heavy. I, I agree. Uh, again, the nostalgia is really good with him. He's You can tell he's going to be one of those type of artists that can yeah. paint a picture yeah, for with sure. the way that he raps. Hell yeah. Uh, which is, again, I feel like it's a dying art form. Not yeah. many people can do it. People can do it in certain ways, but like nostalgia ways nostalgia yeah. wise i should say like not many people can do it anymore nah, for um, sure. but again the beat is dope on this joint and at point it, it seems to be a little too much going on during the beat but it kind of like eases out it's like it'll come to a hilt where it's just it's, it sounds like there's a lot in the background and mm. then all of a sudden it just kind of like mellows out back to the regular beat right and then he can rap over it so it's yeah. not disrupting the actual flow of the song right. which is good so no, I, agree. I, agree. I give it that and sometimes like I have to say this about this song, even though I really like this song and a couple of others on here. I feel like he's just trying to put too many words into a verse. Uh, yeah, like he's trying yeah, to, he's trying to certain, rhyme certain, faster or sing faster and just put a lot into one verse when he doesn't really need to do that all the time. Yeah, I, I feel like that's like one of his, you know how like every rapper has like certain flows that are like true to him. And yeah, like you think of you think of a rapper, you hear like he'll. And I feel like that's one of his little joints, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I feel like he could switch it off and do some You know what? Shit. It may just be that I don't like it or I, it feels weird to me because I hear people do it rapping all the time. Big person with it, Mystical. Mystical used to rhyme like that all the time, but he was rapping like that. He wasn't singing like that. Right. And with Roddy, it's singing. Maybe that's why, to me, it sounds off is because he's trying to sing so many lyrics into, uh, into a lyrics, saying. into a verse, versus rap that many into it. Right. Because a lot of rappers, they'll rap and then they'll be like, it's just fit a whole rack of shit into like one line. You know what it is, right? I feel like with singing, I feel like it's more clean than rapping. It makes any sense. And I feel like if something's off on it, it's going to be more evident than in rapping because rapping is more rugged. It's more like like grimy almost exactly. you know what i mean but and you can speed up your flow yeah. when you're rapping but like when you sing there's only so much that you can speed up before it starts to sound off yeah you no, know you're right. You're so right. that's that's the only thing i have to say about the majority of these tracks where he does that right. that simple thing but again that is definitely a him thing i can't recall anybody doing some shit like that recently so i'd say my next jump boom boom room which is another yeah. sing, another the second single from the album so i remember i just saw the video of the other oh, okay, okay. <laughs> uh the beat is real mellow and yeah, smooth yep. and i fuck hard with the smoothness of this beat. yes it's dope as shit the chorus is catchy but kind of disjointed like it sounds a little off at points mm-hmm. when 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 he's and when it's he's a little repetitive words. at some yeah. point but other than that, like, it's a really calming track. It's a really chill track. Like, this is a track that you can just, like, if you're getting ready to go to bed, you can put this joint on. Oh, yeah. You're getting ready to go down. Or you smoking and driving. Exactly. Or you just, you just in the house chilling with your girl and y'all are like, say y'all are just, say y'all are just cleaning or just fucking chilling reading. You can have one of this song on the playlist in the background. Like, this song is so fucking chill. You can, it can, it's multi-useful. And like, I I did not expect this type of a, chill fucking vibe from Roddy Rich, but I am very happy that he delivered on that. Oh yeah, nah, for sure. This is one of the songs that so I actually like the gunner feature on number three. Mm-hmm. I wish he would have he would have used them on number nine is on Boom Boom Room. I yeah. feel like that kind of beat fits uh gunner as well. I feel like it would have been a dope song as well. Um 
but yeah dope song like you said the hook is, is vicious catchy a little repetitive it's a dope song man if he does a remix of this i would suggest future yeah or yeah future definitely i would suggest j cole j cole i could i could see both of them kill a feature on this but i would prefer future or maybe both because you know how Hey, hey! I'm just hey. saying, nah, because he he did the joint with uh with uh the London with um oh yeah with Thug, you Thug and uh-huh. and and, and, and Travis, yep. So uh-huh. you know what I mean? Who knows? Hey, there you go. But um, I I just want to talk about number ten real quick, which is the one right after that, mm-hmm. which is kind of like a funny little skit. Um, talks about I think I want it sounds like a mom calling her daughter or something, yeah, <laughs> saying like, yo, you put me onto this Roddy Rich shit, this ignorant <laughs> shit. Um, yeah. So I I just I don't know. I, I thought it was a pretty you know. Cool idea to throw the skit in there. You're referencing a song that's a major was was already a major hit. Yeah, I before, agree. Um, and you know, I don't know. I, touching on that and then going on to number eleven, which was another uh, DJ Mustard song. High definition. Actually, you know what? Um, high fashion, I, fashion. High fashion. fashion. Oh, I don't know why I said definition. I can't read my own damn handwriting. <laughs> high fashion. Uh, no, this joint is vicious, but I don't like it when he does that weird, like, when we were talking about, what I said on this is when we were doing that, talking about the, the thug voice. Uh, yeah, That's yeah, the yeah. thing on here that I don't like about it. That's the only aspect of this song I don't like, <laughs> is no, when he does you. that voice. Everything else on this song is pretty vicious. Like, it's, the beat is pretty, is pretty on point. Um, uh, I didn't expect a slow DJ Mustard track though, yeah. like, like this slow, for right. real, for real, yeah. and for it to like actually work, work. But no, this this track was dope as fuck. They did a fucking phenomenal job on this track. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Now, I want to talk about the last song, okay. which is War Baby, number 16. Okay. I thought this was a dope-ass last song. I almost I thought- hated on it at first. Oh, I almost hated on it at first. Don't tell me you hated on the on the... On the choir coming in. Oh, no, no, no. No, no, no. That was dope as shit, dog. No, no, no. The the choir elevated that. That was the most dopest (laughs) ignorant shit I've ever heard in my life, dog. (laughs) This nigga had a choir singing about shooting the fucking gun, dog. I love it, dog. I love it. Oh, rappers, you gotta love it. Yeah, talking about the chopper going yada, yada. And then, yeah, I don't know. The choir just sealed it for me. I loved it after that. The choir was a good touch to it. Honestly, if the choir, if it didn't have the choir on it, I would have said this should not have been the song that ended this album. Okay, I can but see that. But with the choir on it, it added that element yeah, yeah, it to it. Has it yeah. And I was like, okay, this is a, for real, it's a completely different style from basically the rest of the rest of the album. Yeah. Except for, you know, lyrically and stuff, but like mm. with the, with the addition of the chorus, that always changes it up, no matter how ratchet yeah, it, it sounds. So it's like, it was like a good, <laughs> it was like, it was like the complete yin and yang from yeah. the start no, of the album was. to, like, you know, like, so. I fucked. I fucked with that as the last track. Nah, I agree. And um, that choir, man, it was just it have it just crazy how these niggas are singing the most ignorant shit you could possibly sing. <laughs> but it, they made it sound like like it was a like a moment. Like it oh was, yeah, you know what I mean. And oh, it was yeah. it was big. And um, I don't know. I, I like the song. I thought it was again another deep song. Yeah, talking about how he grew up, where he grew up, and I don't know. I I, I just feel like he kind of wrapped the whole album up. In my opinion, with what's his strong point or strong suit by, you know, talking about his, his life and shit like that. I, I Personally, I feel like that's that's what Roddy does best. But yeah, it was a dope song. I, I think it was a good way to end the album. But yeah, I like it. All right, I want to go back one more, though. Uh, number 13, Roll Dice. Mm, yeah. I didn't like this song when I first started listening to this album, but the song grew on me to be one of my one of the songs that I really fuck with. Uh, the beat is again slow, uh, more on the slower side. Another mellow, real mellow track yeah. uh, that really works out of his favor. 
The only thing that I think is bad about this track, and it has nothing to do with the track itself, it has to do with the positioning of the track on the album. Mm. And the fact that it comes right after Backseat with Ty Dolla Sign, which is a chill beat, not an imp- overly impressive song, no, honestly. It not. seems kind of like, underwhelming. Exactly. Like, it could be a throwaway track, but like, it could have been so much better because of yeah. the artists that are on it. But the fact that you went from one really slow song to another really slow song on this album just was like it, it threw the whole thing off like you, you should you could even say slow song slow song slow song because true high fashion was another that's true another like a slower song exactly and honestly prayers to the trap guy was kind of slow yeah too. yeah you're right you're so right. like you got a, like you got an entire block in this joint yeah, where it's just I the, the album just slows down i agree and um, honestly if we're gonna go now into stuff that we don't like on the album let me go ahead and talk about prayers to the trap guy because I expected so much more yeah. from this goddamn song. Yeah, and that, I was that, let down so yeah, heavy. Yeah, it, it was kind of like very little structure to it, I feel. Yeah. You know what I mean? There wasn't, I don't know. And it just wasn't really, I mean, the beat's not bad. But just everything else about the song is kind of bland. It's just like when you, I would expect this one to kind of be like um God's Eyes. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. Like, I, like, I don't yeah, yeah. I don't really know what I was expecting. But I was kind of expecting it to be more like yeah, that. If it I was going to be, you know, in that vein. But I don't know. That one just... I don't like it simply because it just let me down so bad. Cause, cause the title held such a, uh, yeah, a expectation for it. I agree. Um, and I guess I'll talk about, uh, backseat uh, as a song I didn't like. Um, I know we just went over it, but yeah, I wasn't a big fan of it. I felt like, you know, seeing Ty Dolla Sign, mm-hmm. I was expecting a little bit more. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, I don't know. I, I wasn't the biggest fan of it, to be honest. So I, I agree with you on that. Mm-hmm. And also, also, let me talk about one more that I didn't fuck with. Which is number eight, which is the Meek Mill song. Oh goodness, uh, Peter. Yeah, I'm sorry, right? But to me, that just sounds like 15 other songs that I've heard Meek Mill on. Yeah, you know what I mean. And, and I don't know. It just it, it it didn't do it for me. Like I, I don't know. It just didn't. Do Honestly, it for me. like the fact that it's called Peter was so random to me that it took me, I think, until the second chorus yeah, to realize that the word Peter is only <laughs> in that one time, one time in the chorus, and I was just like. I mean, you know, you know, rappers do that shit. I know, but it's just, it, it, I, I'm, I'm not a big fan when other niggas do it either. So <laughs> it just throws me the fuck off. You know what nah, I'm saying? Like, cause then you're looking, like, you're, you're thinking it's, the song is called something else. And then you're looking it up as that. Exactly. And then it's called like, uh, Pink Horseshoe or some shit. You're like, what? Exactly. what? They didn't even say that in, they didn't in say the, that whole, in the song. whole song. <laughs> like, yeah, that should be blowing me, bro. I do not understand niggas and how, and how they <laughs> decide to name shit. Man. But whatever, you know, they're going to do their thing. They're going to do their thing. Yep. Uh, another one I did not like was Moonwalking, oh, uh, number sure. five featuring yeah. Lil Dirt. I was not a big fan of it. I liked the beat. The beat was. The beat it kind of sounded like two beats mashed together at some points. I fucked with this song hard. Mm. Honestly, the only thing I will say I didn't like about this song was Lil Dirk's verse. I feel like it was a little underwhelming. I feel like it would have been a better song if it was just Roddy. Or, you know what? I feel like Ty Dollar Sign would have fit well on there, to be honest. So, um, him doing a second verse would have been dope on that. But, uh, like I said, nothing against, uh, Dirk, but I just feel like that verse was kind of, eh, to me. I mean, sometimes your, sometimes your phase can underperform, underperform. Yes. Uh, oh, Perfect Time, number four. I was not a big fan of this track uh, either. Tripping, tripping, eh, tripping, tripping. Eh. Sounds like the, the, the rapping just kind of, Sounds offbeat at most points, and the keyboard sample, like, bruh, that is the most annoying and inconsistent thing about that song. At least for me. I highly disagree, because that's one of my favorite 
fucking songs on this joint. <laughs> Perfect time. That joint is fucking hard. We it's always about- have at least one. Yeah, it's about time. Yeah. <laughs> nah, no bullshit though. I actually really fuck with that piano on, on at the beginning. The little, I feel like it sets the mood kind of in a certain extent. But um, yeah, I, I don't know. I thought this joint was hard. I thought this joint was tough. Shorter song, but uh, yeah, I think this joint was tough. Okay. Okay. All right. Anyone else? Any other other ones you didn't talk about? Uh, we actually covered all of them. Actually, I think we did. Actually, I think we touched at least on everyone. Yep. Okay. Pause. Not touching. Look everyone. at that. <laughs> all right. Well, what are your final thoughts on the album? Sir? All right. Look, honestly, to me, I, I was I was excited when I first seen the album come out, and I to me it, it lived up to 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 my standards or, or to what I was expecting out of it. Mm-hmm. Again, a couple filler songs in here couple uh couple features i would have used differently or not used at all uh <laughs> but um yeah I, I think it was a good album um i want to say this is his first album because the last two things he put out were mixtapes yeah this is definitely his first album. but um yeah nonetheless um nonetheless i think it was a good first shot at an album he's fucking 20 years old you know what I mean? I, I can only expect him to get better and better as year go as the years goes on. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he I guess you know he does have a couple comparisons to uh, Young Thug, maybe Future a couple times, but I don't I don't see the future in it. Mm-hmm. I don't see the future one. Um, but not but like I said, you know, but the Young Thug one is only a sporadic. It's only it yeah, was only on yeah, like two is. songs, maybe three at most. So. Yeah, it, it's it's when he like kind of like kind of lazy, like kind of yeah. like like I don't know, I don't even know how to do it, but. But yeah, I, I, I was a fan of the album, man. I, I like the album. I think it has a lot of uh, solid songs on here. And for the score, I'm going to give it 8 out of 10. All right. All right. I was actually very impressed with the album. I told you I enjoyed it more than I thought I would. I honestly never thought that I would have listened to too many albums in this style of hip-hop. But recently, that's what we've been doing. Yeah, we've been doing. <laughs> I definitely see the potential for growth, and that's literally something I wrote before I realized that this nigga was twenty years old. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> I mean, hey, that's kind of like stating the obvious, but <laughs> exactly. Um, so, like, he really does have a lot of potential for growth. Uh, I can see him becoming a really, really good artist down the line, simply yeah. because of a lot of a lot of his personal style is just legit as fuck it's it's very old school but in a new school way no i agree i agree and um you know i, I seen an interview uh recently where he i guess talked about uh, i think it was the the breakfast club interview and Charlemagne asked him so when when did you start rapping and he said that i guess his uncles when he was younger was rapping so you know that them niggas wasn't rapping about no like he he like there was on some more old school type of, of shit. course yeah so i'm guessing he picked up on that and you know whatever so um but yeah i not your traditional West Coast rapper at all. By any stretch of the means, you might even confuse him to be an Atlanta down south rapper. But I think he does what he does well. Very much. Um, yeah. So what's what, what's what's he scoring? I gave him uh, I gave him a six point five out of ten. Okay. Because again, I I didn't love everything about the album, but again, I didn't hate everything about yeah, the album. I'm with you. So and I was I decided to give him more more on the higher end of what I would have given him simply because I can see the growth, and I can see. That he's not one dimensional, which is right. really, really good. A lot of, a lot of rappers will get hold, pigeonholed into being one dimensional for their first album. And he very much wasn't. So yeah, I'd like I to see what he comes up with in the future. So, you know, keep on going, Roddy. Yes, sir. All right. Uh, and did you have an album suggestion for the people out there today? Yes, sir. All right. Um, we're going to go with my man Cam just released Purple Haze 2. Hey. Um, there's a couple good features on there. Uh, I like the Wale feature. 
I I really like This Is My City featuring Max B. I don't know how Max B is recording. He has he just he released the EP. Just and be thankful, nigga. Just be features. thankful. <laughs> definitely thankful for that for sure. So um definitely check out uh Purple Haze. It got a part three for losing weight, which is one of my favorite camp songs. <laughs> um but hey, you know. It's it, don't don't fucking join, man. Check it out. Cam is still out here doing it, man. Bad. All right, well, my joint today, I'm going to take it back, uh, I want to say, maybe like 2004, what was it? Hey, 2010, let me not take it back that far. Uh, the album today I'm going with is Teflon Don by Ricky Rose, Rick Rouse. That joint to me, it was literally an album of bangers. <laughs> yeah. Like, and this is the, like, honestly, when I, we, when I first started listening to Rick Ross, I was not a fan. I just wasn't a fan. I didn't like the way that he rhymed or a lot of the way that he did things. But then when I listened to this album, it made me re- reevaluate my thoughts on Rick Ross. And was like, okay, I need to go ahead and check out more of this nigga. So you guys saw it. The first joint, I'm Not a Star. That is one of the <laughs> best wild out joints at the beginning yeah, of the really joint. Is, I fucking love that album. It really I mean, is. I fucking love that first song. Uh, and then you've also got Tears of Joy with CeeLo Green, which is just deep as fuck. And the fact that CeeLo is singing on there like an old... Uh, like an old pastor in a choir or some shit like that. That junk sounds vicious as fuck. Maybach Music 3 with Jada Kiss, T.I., and Erica Badu is a fucking classic. I think it's one of the best of the Maybach Music, uh, Maybach Music, uh, uh, trilogy or whatever the, I don't know what you call it, anthology? Like, <laughs> whatever the, however many of the songs there are. Yeah. It's one of the best ones of it. Super High with Neo is also really good. Number one with Diddy and Trey Songs, a surprise hit. Cause Diddy is not always good when he comes on other people's shit. So like, and of course y'all know BMF blowing money fast. That was one of the biggest joints on there. So like, if y'all haven't listened to it by now, I don't know what's wrong with your life, but check go ahead and check out, out Teflon Don by Rick Ross. Yes, it was a beast. Yes sir. All right. Uh, anything else you want to tell the folks out there? Man, thank you for tuning in. Definitely uh, check out the uh, all of our movies. You haven't checked it out. Forgot what the last two we did was, but we're gonna get back to that. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, thank you for tuning in, man. Thank you for. Uh, rocking with us this whole time. Check yeah. us out on my, I, my man Cooper. We'll do the whole rundown, yep. but check us out on fucking Spotify because that's what we on now. Check us out on SoundCloud. Check us out wherever the fuck you hear your uh, your podcast. That I'm pretty sure we're there. That's all I'm gonna say. Like pretty you know much. what? We're not even gonna tell you where to find us because wherever you listen to your shit. We're probably there, except for YouTube, I want to say. <laughs> Not yet on YouTube. Not I yet think on we're YouTube. We're working on ways to get we'll, on YouTube. We'll, we'll figure that out sooner or later. So you, you can look at our handsome faces every week if you'd like to. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, also, real quick, I'd like to give a shout out to my boy, uh, my boy Ness, with his EP uh, since 1980 or since 88. Um, his under his name necessary you can find it on soundcloud under okay. that name it's actually a really dope tr- uh, track listing it's got seven tracks on it all of them there's a couple interludes but yo i was actually surprised because i'd actually never heard my man rap before and he oh, actually right. he kills it on this and there's okay. uh, one of our friends jay jibs uh does the beats on there with him and <clears throat> another one of our friends uh trust real I think he's actually out in LA oh, now. David? But, uh, yeah, David. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he's on that joint too. So go uh, if you, if you are interested in just checking out something, one of the local homies, go on to SoundCloud and look up Necessary N E S E S S A R Y and check out his uh, EP since '88. That's a bad. Shout out to Ness, man. Yes, sir. And as always, y'all know y'all can find us on the social media platforms at SoundCloud and Inst- I mean, excuse me, Instagram and. Uh, Twitter at HQ Podcast, and yes, it is all spelled out. 
For your listening pleasure, you can find us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, iHeartRadio, so, uh, Spotify, Speaker, and Stitcher. And you can also find us on Facebook by searching out Hip Hop Heads Podcast. And until next time, enjoy the reviews, enjoy episodes. We'll holler at you later. Much love, world. Peace. Peace. <laughs>